I'm gonna try 386 times to kill Fidel Castro and yeah. fail and let him die of old age. Yeah. <laughs> what if we put a bomb in the cigar? Cigar. Yeah. He loves cigars. Yeah. Have I you ever see, heard guys, of? I saw it on Tom and Jerry. It yeah. should have worked great. <laughs> it was crazy. I'm telling you. <laughs> Tom got fucked. <laughs> it's like what you're saying, Nick. It's just like, no dumb ideas, guys. No, 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 <laughs> Everyone just write something yeah, on the board. nothing too far out there. Okay, so think about it. What is he? He's Cuban, right? What are they known for? <laughs> I want 1,600 feet of cable <laughs> with a claw at the end. <laughs> they can haul up a nuclear submarine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I nodules. mean nodules. They're very heavy nodules. <laughs> like, they even covered that, too. Yeah. Fucking hate Magic Johnson. Get it done. <laughs> Get it done. <laughs> Some other guy fits a blow dart. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to Slightly Informed. We got the three regular hosts, Nick, John, and myself, McLean. We're going to talk about a couple things. Uh, stimulus check and how crazy 2020 has been. And then I got a fun little story to wrap us up. So let's throw it over this to John. Let him kick us off. Um, well, it's been like, what, two weeks? So, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Don't worry. McLean just dropped his phone. Um, Sorry. <laughs> Sorry for your earbuds. <laughs> I'm just trying to think where we came from. So there was... There's a shitty stimulus bill, right? It's got a lot of pork. There's a lot of fat on the edges. Uh, <laughs> a lot of pork. Uh, there's a racehorse tax break. Uh, there's lunch fully deductible for corporations or really businesses. So if you make money at anything, even like beads, incorporate because then you can deduct all your lunches. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so there's a lot of fat in this bill, and it's what a two trillion dollar bill. Yeah, say. yeah, around two trillion. Two trillion. Fifty-three hundred pages or something like that. Yeah, so they, it was fifty-five hundred pages, yeah. uh, which all of us know is a good solid two-hour read. That's I, that's that's just I think I, I can get yeah. there when I poop, you know. Yeah, straight up. I did it in an hour and a half, but <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm just built. They had to wheel it in <laughs> on like a fucking children's trolley cart, like you would have as a kid. <laughs> Wheeled it in, gave them two hours to read it, and then say yes to it. Um, and then what, Trump vetoed it the first time around, right? Because he was like, 600's not enough. I don't know if he actually vetoed or if he just threatened he to just use said, the veto. Okay. Yeah, sorry, it's been a while. Threatened it's been a long it week. It had the majority, so he couldn't really veto it, but it was more just, you guys are fucking dumb. Let's... It was well, so he could take the, even the moral with, stance No, 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 no yeah. he did veto it. He vetoed it. Oh, okay. Because the, the new one passed with two-thirds majority, yeah. and the only reason two-thirds majority would make sense as like a number to point out is that's the number you need to overwhelm a presidential veto. Yeah. Um, two-thirds in both houses, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So... He vetoed the first one because he was like, yo, 600 is not enough. Give my people two grand, and I'm going to go golf. Because <laughs> that's how you fight for policies you really care about. Is Make one statement. Yeah, make, make, a, make a quick Drop statement. The ball. Yeah, and then go golfing. I'm done with this. And in fairness, he made the right statement. I mean, we've all been talking about a need for way more money than $600 and how $600 is just a fucking slap in the face after, what, eight months with no help from the federal government? Yeah. 
It's also just fucked up that they expect local municipalities to decide when to lock down, but then the federal government is the people who could actually help with the lockdowns. Right. So, like, your local city or state has to decide, like, oh, shit's getting out of hand. We're going to shut it all down. Uh, good luck, guys, because yeah. we have no money to help you. Federal government said, <laughs> yeah. nah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's just a fun thing I wanted to point out. I feel like Trump and that was the, like, Simpsons uh, clip. You've probably seen it in, uh, in, in meme form where it's uh, um, <laughs> Spock from uh, Star Trek, yeah. and, he's, and he's like, looks like my job here is done. <laughs> and he's like, you didn't do anything, <laughs> didn't I? <laughs> Disappears. <laughs> uh, me and my friends compared it to, like, a toddler wanting a Lego set. Like, they can scream and cry all they want, but they don't know how to actually acquire a Lego set. So Trump was just, like, shouting into the wind, I want two grand checks. But at this point, he's a lame duck president, so uh, who knows what the Republicans are going to do. It doesn't seem like two-thirds majority are going to hop on. Uh, but we did have Josh Hawley and Marco Rubio, surprisingly, cave. Whoa. Um, yeah, so they have, they have a few caves um as far as i don't i don't think we even mentioned this but okay so uh the the bill with the six hundred dollars has passed the house Mm -hmm. they did a supplemental bill to bump the 600 to two grand still one-time payment which obviously isn't enough but two grand is much of it'll do something for someone (laughs) yeah two grand can do something 600 is like oh i paid my electric bill and my like phone and my internet and but rent yeah, is still yeah, but rent is still ass. exactly <laughs> yeah. So at least two grand is an amount that can be helpful. Um, so there's a supplemental bill called the Cash Act, which just switches it from six hundred to two grand, and that just passed the House today, uh, and it's what Monday. So yeah, uh, tomorrow it's going to the Senate, and it doesn't seem like Mitch McConnell wants to vote on it. But, but yeah, um, two heroes emerge. <laughs> two heroes emerge. All the three heroes, because yeah. Trump was like, "Fuck this military budget. I hate it." <laughs> to, to do a Section Two Thirty reform, because everyone's being mean to me on Twitter. <laughs> I'm gonna go out on top, baby. Let's go. Yeah. So, okay. So, this and, is what everyone will remember. He's yeah, exactly. <laughs> forget all the rest. No one gives a fuck about Section Two Thirty besides some crazy conservatives and Trump, because all. Section 230 really says is like when I publish on Twitter I'm gonna fucking murder Nick he's an asshole and he's the worst that's not coming as a published item from Twitter like Twitter's not responsible for me saying that right you know like when I called Donnie diaper Don that's not Twitter's publication that's me (laughs) saying that that's what section 230 does is they don't have to moderate every single post on their on their like on their boards on any website Uh, they're just a website that allows other people to post but Donald Trump doesn't like that because he says that's against free speech. Which is really fucking annoying because the First Amendment doesn't protect, protect you from private, yeah, from private entities. Like yeah. That was never the point. It's so the government doesn't crack down. But if I start screaming the N-word in Starbucks, they have every right to kick me out. That's, <laughs> like, That's my inalien- yeah. inalienable right. right. I have free speech. You will hear from my lawyer. Yeah. It's like, no, it's a private business, dude. And that's the same with Twitter. If you say a bunch of fucked up shit about the election and they're trying to pretend they care about it, then they're allowed to put a little addendum next to you or ban you or whatever the fuck you want because it's a private company. Uh, but he, he knocked down the defense bill because they didn't eliminate Section 230 protections. Um, and so that's going to the Senate. And that's where our heroes emerge. Uh, and Nick, I'll send it to you. 
Yes. So, um, uh, Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders and Massachusetts Senator um, Ed Markey are taking a stand. Basically, this uh, military and Pentagon bu budget bill is set to see the floor. It's essentially a must-pass, too, because yeah. we've never just not funded our military. We're just like, oh, let's see what happens. really fun. <laughs> so, yeah, they're just, they're just taking the ball and going to their corner yeah. and sitting on it and saying, if you guys want to play with this ball, yeah. <laughs> you're going to have a vote on the $2,000. Straight up. And that's yeah. pretty much what's going to happen. So, yeah. essentially, if, if they don't, if, if, if Mitch just, like, throws his hands up and says, I'm not even going to uh, address the $2,000 change. Which would be his move. Yeah. That would be normally, that's how why 400 bills are sitting on his desk. He's going to have everyone from every defense contractor and every Pentagon contractor and every intelligence agency coming up his yeah. ass. Yeah. Like That's a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people with a lot of power and a lot also of Also just baseline soldiers and stuff, yeah, too. Like imagine getting... your pay gets interrupted <laughs> because Mitch McConnell doesn't want to send out 1400 extra dollars. You know? <laughs> it, it costs, they, they estimate the cost at 400 billion which is like cool that's a lot of money or whatever hey they're not in but, it for the money they're yeah. in it for the freedom yeah. all right guys <laughs> I have the feeling troops it, are yeah. in it for the freedom and the yeah. and the america who cares about their family having a house no yeah, no not as matter. long as they have a uniform <laughs> and a flag that's all they need yeah so it seems like they're going to be forced to vote on this 2000 thing which is cool because there's a Senate runoff in Georgia. Yeah. And if it's, Kelly Loeffler and David Perdue put their name on, fuck you, we're not giving you $1,400. The ads write themselves. Yeah, the ads write themselves. <laughs> you yeah. don't even need to yeah. do the ads. It's Especially just... Kelly Loeffler as the richest senator in the Senate. Who they never voted for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. If... <laughs> Loeffler's done. I, like, I'm going to call it now. Loeffler's done. Oh, yeah. yeah. Perdue is. is what we have to watch. Because Asif has his kind of Pete Buttigieg energy about yeah. him. He's a much better Pete Buttigieg energy person. And he's still got some trash takes. But like, When they finally started hopping on. I mean, at the end of the day, so many people are hurting right now that uh, Asif and Warnock just hopped on and were like, yeah, 2K a month, let's yep. do it. Because fuck it, that's the perfect ad. Oh, yeah. I want to give you 2000 a month. They want to give you Jack. Who do you want to vote for? Yeah. You know? They'd rather that money go to the corporations. Yeah. I'd rather it go in your pocket. Like the fat we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Uh, if we just sent out that $1.8 trillion to the people or whatever, we could easily do two grand. We could probably do three or four. Oh, yeah. But uh, we got to bail out racehorse owners. Because <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> Not the ra owners of the racehorse tracks, the racehorses. Yeah. If you have a thoroughbred racehorse, you get a tax break. <laughs> it's important. I talked about this before. Yeah. I it should are it should have been a thing, and I'm glad it is now. I'm glad we can all get thoroughbred racehorses. This is important to me. I don't yeah. know where I would put it, but I want one. You guys laugh now about this about this bailout, but they come next year's Kentucky Derby when you show up with your goofy ass hat <laughs> yeah. and they're racing with dogs instead of horses. Right. It's your fault. You, you're who we have to thank. True. Do, um, do you not care about Secretariat? <laughs> Such an incredible story, you monsters. Bailout Secretariat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this, I don't know, man. It's it's just so sad living in America. It's so funny, too, looking at, like, Andrew Yang proposed UBI, like, universal basic income to every American adult over 18, and it would cost $3 trillion per year. 
<laughs> Those numbers have become yeah, such right? a laughing right? stock it's at like, this point. Yeah, right? Everyone was like, three trillion, how can we even afford that? Yeah. <laughs> and now we just like threw four at like the problem and you got what, 1,200 once? <laughs> like, you know, like, it's just such fucking bullshit. Why like, is wealth distribution yeah. getting so much worse under coronavirus? Oh, a deep yeah. study by CNN. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's they try to scare you with these big numbers, but like it, these bills pay for themselves because oh fucking what's that guy's name? Let me pull him up because yeah, invest on the front end, like we're saying. Yeah, invest at the bottom. The rich people get it by the end of the day. Um, what's his face? Kevin Brady said he opposes the two thousand dollar checks because it would go towards people paying down credit card debt or making new purchases online at Walmart, Best Buy, or Amazon. So it's almost like you're still bailing out yeah. Walmart, Best Buy, Amazon, and credit card companies, that, but helping yeah. people in the process. That too, and guess where a lot of that credit card debt came from? Not getting help for eight months. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. no. You had to put no. more be, things on the card. Hey, I'd personal responsibility. You're avo- you're avoiding the problem yeah. john i'd be interested to see statistics on how much more credit card i'm sure utilization been. went way up yeah oh for sure just anecdotally i mean i know i scrimped into that a little more when we found out we could pay a rent with a credit card we're like oh it's a good thing we don't have a credit card yeah <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people do have a credit card and if it's that or be homeless like throw it on the card yeah. then you know like, and Push then, it off a couple months. Yeah, and, we'll we'll do. and then this guy then. wants to be a dick because people want to pay down some credit card debt. Like, yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't... Oh, man. Oh, I don't know, man. It's They're not going to spend it at small businesses, so don't bail out humans. Also, like, they what? might, too, though. They like, prob- I mean, yeah. of course they will. Of course big businesses get the bulk because big businesses always get the bulk. But they you're, get, yeah, they're, yeah. They're the monopolies. Yeah. So, of course, but... Yeah, you're still going to go out to your local favorite restaurant or your local favorite clothing store or whatever you like locally. And if that's your biggest problem, yeah. write a part in the bill that actually bails out small businesses specifically. Yeah, yeah we tried that with PPP in it too. <laughs> hey, Tom Brady's business is a yeah. small business. <laughs> right? It has they less than 100 else. employees. Same all with right? Kanye West. Yeah. He needed the money, guys. Let's be real. Um, but yeah, in all likelihood, some bill is going to pass. Some stimulus bill. Yeah. You're going to get something. The question is whether you get 2K. Uh, Biden hopped on and said he supports the $2,000, Yeah, which is cool because it's the first time since being president-elect he came out in support of cash for the people. Yeah. So, you know what? Hey, small victories. Um, Take them where we can get them. Yeah. I I love, too, that, like, Kamala Harris co-sponsored the $2,000 a month through the whole pandemic, and right when she became VP, just never mentioned it Shut up about it. Yeah, shut up. No. What? (laughs) What, Bill? Wait, Medicare for all? Yeah. Who, who, who said that? Who said that? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> uh, I think it's funny how, I mean, this is kind of a little bit off topic, but how Trump hasn't said anything about the the bombing in... Uh, yeah, I mean, we can spin into that. There was a, there was a bombing in Nashville uh, and Trump on, hasn't, Christmas on Christmas Day, Day. Christmas morning. Trump hasn't said a damn thing about it. No, because it wasn't a brown person. Right, right. And Biden's up yeah. talking. I was talking about national security, you know, being yeah. all presidential. Yeah. It's just like, Trump, what are you... What are you doing? That's well, because he can't he can't blame like a fun scapegoat because it was a white dude who's into five G conspiracies. This is the Muslim extremist. Yeah, exactly. Groups exactly. Hired by the Democrats. If it was anyone with brown skin, he would have either blamed uh, if they were black BLM, if they were Mexican MS thirteen, and if they if were, they were yeah, Muslim, Middle Eastern, the terrorists. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. He would have found a way to make that a I huge thing. I will be thing. personally investigating George Soros. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. But that yeah. That's pretty crazy. I saw some of the pictures Very of the crazy. devastation. It's just like. I saw the video. Did you see the video? I did yeah. see the video. Yeah. The, the, like, it was. So there's a few weird things about this bombing. So, first yeah. off, the weird, the weird parts. Or I guess there's there's three. A they picked the lowest density of amount of people that could be in that time at that time of day on any day of the year. They it could have like easily they wanted to harm the AT and T building specifically, exactly. but so that not was, human beings. Part two was yeah. that there's there's an AT and T building with a lot of local internet and uh, telecom infrastructure there, and it seemed like they wanted to make a dent in that. Yeah. Uh, and and see they they uh, they put a, a broadcast out warning people anyone who could hear this message yeah, if you please can hear evacuate this message, evacuate evacuate this area. Which is interesting for like a bombing, right? Usually they don't warn you ahead of time. Yeah, it's a little odd. Yeah. Um, now, well, I, it definitely I, shows his hand exactly what you said that it might not have been about human casualty. Just it didn't seem. It like seems exactly specifically just, avoiding human casualty yeah. as much as possible. Was what only like, like two people died or something? I think only one, and it was him. It was, it was his body, body parts that they found. Because yeah. I remember they said they found oh, they found yeah. human remains at yeah. the scene, but I didn't hear. As anything far as I that. know, it was him, and it was a suicide bombing. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, what, what's going on with all the stuff everyone's? Because he hasn't been labeled a terrorist because you have to have a certain ideology. Uh, you're, I don't know what yeah. was going on because I saw a bunch of that all over Twitter. And well, stuff. Te- I think technically terrorism is doing something for like political a political means. means. Yeah, so to achieve a political end, uh, using violence to achieve political ends. Yes. Yeah. Um, so technically, depending, I mean, unless we find a manifesto, we can't prove. That it was, but what else? I mean, is attacking 5G a political end? I mean, I don't think so. I maybe. So wait, that's that's the that's the angle people think is that that's it's the going theory. Of it was the like spread of 5G, 5G causes viruses. Nut. Interesting. Yeah. And but, so they know who this guy is, yeah. though. And yeah. Th- and they've they've found information yeah, that he's looking and up. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Reports that he's been talking on forums and stuff like that. Ah. Uh, yeah. Which is going to be interesting because like. We. We have a, a a state establishment to look out for, specifically terrorists with ideologies and stuff. But now you're going to almost have to have like a state authority to watch out for conspiracy nuts who are going to lone wolf crazy shit like this. Well, well, I mean, week four of the Trump administration, they removed um, uh, right wing terror groups and white supremacist terror groups from the list of uh, from the terror wa- the government's official terror watch list even though they account for 96% of terror attacks since 2001. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. So we've crippled our ability to respond to these kind of things. And, and we're never good at it anyway. No. The, like, the, the whole thing, like... And they'll always use the, use the thing that we don't have enough data. We absolutely have enough data. It's not, we have it's not more than enough data. It's not easy to catch a lone wolf because it's very easy to make a bomb. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah. If you're working as a team, then you can collect chatter between the people and then figure something out. But if you lone wolf want to make a bomb and explode something, yeah. it's relatively easy. And I, I fear we're going into a future where it's even easier with like homemade drone warfare and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like you just strap a small bomb to a drone and fly it in someplace. Uh, uh, don't come bother me, FBI. I would never do that. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just saying, I think that this is a future we're heading towards. Is like it's satire, gonna, parody, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Free use. Um, <laughs> I do not own the copyright. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's going to be easier and easier to do very scary things like this. And as people get more desperate and confused and lost, I think there's going to be more people who do things like this. And I, I think. Uh, 
it might be because I'm on two hours of sleep. Uh, and it might just be because of the world we live in. But Being up on forums all night, huh, John? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but it's just kind of like a depressing mood where uh, we always talk on this podcast about, like, it seems like we're either moving towards a utopia or a dystopia. And it seems like everything's pointing towards dystopia. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. there's not a ton of positive signs that we're moving at all in the right direction as far as getting a, a handle on extremism like this, on, on the climate, climate, on the economy, on anything. Like, yeah, uh, yeah inequality is getting greater. Police violence is getting greater. Like, And that's 2020. And it, as you're going to talk about, it's not the... The worst year, but it definitely makes it seem like it has been. Well, and and part of uh, the segment I wanted to spin into is, like, it it has been a really bad year. It's not just in our imaginations. It's not just because things piled up. It has been, like, a statistically very brutal year. But I think there's this vibe of, like, oh, like, take another go at it next year, you know? like (laughs) Clean slate. Yeah, Clean slate. slate. Let's go. None of those repercussions. I'm going to take a mulligan on that one, (laughs) and uh, we'll, we'll shoot again in 2021. Um, and I, there's just no evidence of that. Like, this has all been shit that's piling up that we didn't deal with forever, and we're still not dealing with it, so things are not gonna get better. They're gonna get worse, all things seem. And, like, I don't ever want to be, like, a give-up-all-hope kind of guy, because you have to sounds like you hate brunch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, I do. Um, but, (laughs) like, you always have to try to eke out some hope to keep you going, um... But I just don't want us to fall into the trap of, like, this one's bad, and I'm sure the next one will be better. Because, right. like, without any effort put into making things better, things don't just, like, magically slide into place, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's great to have a positive attitude about it, but you can't yeah. just be complacent. Wish something into existence. Right. So I, I guess we'll use that to spin into uh, a thing I just wanted to read. It was, like, a little thread by Reed Wilson. Um, and he started. It wasn't your imagination. 2020 was the worst year many Americans will have ever experienced. My depressing story and a short thread. So here's just some fun little tidbits from this year about just how shitty it was. Fun little tidbits. (laughs) (laughs) First obvious, at least 19.1 million Americans and probably multiples more got COVID-19. Most recovered, but a third of a million people are dead. Hundreds of thousands more are suffering long COVID, which is something just briefly. The very scary thing about COVID is that since it's a brand new disease, there's a lot of people who are cured or whatever, but they're still symptomatic like months and months later. Still With, have no taste. Yeah, or still, just yeah. weird ass symptoms where still like they're coughing, wobbly on their feet or yeah. they, they have psychosis. Wheezing, yeah. Like trouble yeah. breathing. Yeah, like, mini strokes. Like there's yeah. just a bunch of weird shit that like. We have no idea uh, what's going on. And that's what long COVID is or long haulers are, uh, is the people who should have been clear by now but are still suffering due to this illness. Yeah. Uh, more than 100,000 people spent Christmas in the hospital. Uh, nearly half of Americans say they've lost income since March. The burden has fallen most heavily on black and Hispanic households, households that make under 50000 a year and those without a college degree. There are fewer jobs in America today than there were in November 2015. There are fewer fewer private sector jobs than there were when President Trump took office. The unemployment rate is off its early pandemic high, but that's in part because so many people have given up looking for jobs. Something we've addressed before. Once you stop looking for a job... You're not just, unemployed. Yeah, you're not unemployed. You're just, just lazy. Yeah, you're just off the register, <laughs> so they get to not count you. 
but it's part because so many people have given up looking for jobs. The labor force participation rate was lower in September than at any time since the summer of 1976. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Damn. This one hurts uh... me personally. Uh, almost one in six restaurants in the U.S. are closed. That's 110,000 businesses, and it's not just that new ones that c- it's not just the new ones that couldn't survive. The National Restaurant Association says the average restaurant closed by the pandemic has been in business for 16 years. So, yeah, that's a lot of family Someone's places. Career, yeah, career. How they feed their kids, how they employ other people in their community. I'm worried, and, I and think that's Bob an House average number. Down. Uh, I, I had it two I weeks tried ago. to order oh. it today and yesterday, and both times DoorDash returned my thing and said they weren't open at like noon. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, I would be really bummed. I'm really concerned. That's a 16 year average, so you have to think that's that's family businesses that have been passed down. Yeah, and yeah, or rough. just like like it's one thing like there there were a lot of businesses or restaurants specifically that closed because you started a restaurant the wrong year and just got hit with really really shitty luck Man. and that's still not your fault and you or should even have been bailed out the wrong yeah year, exactly like you added another franchise or yeah something, but, but like... the 16 year old restaurant being the average means there's a lot of places that have been around forever that just i mean they have 30, very tight 40, margins years yeah and they're gone the restaurant industry has very tight margins and they just couldn't make it yep um almost 8 million americans have fallen into poverty since march Almost a quarter of those with high school education are left now fi- or less now find themselves living below the poverty line. <sighs> Which is already, the poverty line is, we've talked about this before, significantly higher than, or significantly lower than it should be. You can live, yeah. like, the poverty thousands line is and like thousands. Tw- yeah, it's $12,000 a year. A year, yeah. Like, Which is impossible to, to live, live on, on anywhere. Yeah, yeah. You could be making 20000 a year yeah. and, and have on a your own and very still not, time not make it. it. Yeah. yeah. So the fact that 8 million have fallen into poverty during the pandemic, uh, I think is an indictment on how much our government doesn't give a fuck about any of us. Because they could have just cut the, tech, the checks directly to people. Businesses would have been bought out by other private equity things what or whatever, it? reshuffled. But In stimulus money so far that goes to everyone, just... Not even everyone. They've that, all made I, it means-tested. It would equal out to, what, 22 grand? Oh, oh if they Every, just cut the amount, not even yeah. counting this new stimulus bill, it was 17 grand. So if you cut this new stimulus amount to people, you're probably looking at like thirty grand. Yeah. If they just gave people the cash. Now, would you be better off uh, if uh, airline X existed, or if you had thirty grand? Probably if you had thirty grand, because someone's gonna buy those fucking planes and fly them. You know. Yeah. And if you're gonna, a local hey, restaurateur, we need Spirit Air. Yeah. All right. We need Spirit <laughs> to be operational. Yeah. If you're a local restaurateur, would you and your wife rather have? $2,400 and have Spirit Air operational, or would you rather have sixty grand and be able to open your restaurant next year when everything gets back to normal? I, for one, would <laughs> miss having a flight attendant who can ash a cigarette on my shoulder, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. What, what is, like, I, there's just something I love about traveling yeah. when they herd you in like cattle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you 30, get in, quick, go. Go, 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 go. Because they don't have cattle prods or something. <laughs> That's what the air marshal's there for. Fucking, <laughs> fucking herding dogs yeah. like biting your ankles. Yeah, they leave it to the professionals. <laughs> Someone with a badge. Uh, okay, we'll continue because we're only at 8 out of 15. Uh, Between February and April, the last month for which we have data, 3 million households and 6 million individuals signed up for food stamps. An estimated 27 million sometimes or often do not have enough to eat. Okay. There's food in the grocery stores. 
If you gave people the fuck money, they could go buy food. Instead, we have record breadlines. This this was stuff we were told would happen under communism, and we're living in the richest society in the history of the world, and we can't fucking feed our people. It's just mind-boggling. It's it's upsetting, it's disappointing, and it makes you just want to punch a congressman. And can't even feed everyone that's in those breadlines. Yeah. Like, yeah. in communism, yeah. sure, you waited an hour and a yeah. half, like, but come on. Yeah, it's it's just it's hard because it's not it's not a problem of supply, it's a problem of not re- having re- money. Distribution. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, just give them the fucking money and they can help their families out. Yep. And uh, outside of that, we should figure out better ways to distribute food because in the richest country uh, in the history of the world, we still have things that are called food deserts, which yep. is you only have processed food within reach of your house. Yeah. So you don't have fresh veggies, you don't have fresh fruit. You can eat chips and processed frozen chicken from Tyson Foods and shit like that. And don't they pour bleach on food that they throw away in the dumpster of grocery stores and restaurants because they're not allowed to... Not 100% sure about that, but I, I I know they do throw away a ton of food because if it can't sell, they throw it away. Yeah, like if, yeah. if, if you overstocked on an item and yeah. have to throw it away because it reached sell-by yeah. date, they are not, they're legally not allowed to donate it. And I think in some As opposed municipalities to like France, or states... Where they force you to donate it, right? You like, know, it, no yeah. food wasted. Exactly. It's almost like yeah. that's a good idea that everyone should yeah. do. You know, um, enrollment in public schools is down by two percent. That's five hundred thousand kids who have been pulled out of schools. FAFSA apl- applications and early sign or an early sign of how many students will apply for college dropped eighteen percent and down even more in West Virginia, Louisiana, Mississippi, Arkansas. Arkansas one of the other ones, Alaska and Oklahoma. Um, violent crime is surging to levels not seen in a quarter century. Murder rates are at multi-decade highs in cities like Houston, Chicago, Tacoma, and Albuquerque, and at a 15-year high in D.C. That's not from defunding the police. We haven't actually defunded the police yet. <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> it's, when people are in despair, people tend to get more violent. We've talked about this. It's the it's the idea that you want to defund the police makes the police. It scares the people. Yeah. It scares the people. You know, the police don't go to work as, as much yeah. as hard. And, uh, you know, the criminals just are, are chomping at the bit. Yeah. Uh, overdose deaths are surging again. The CDC monitors 38 jur- jurisdictions for real-time overdose data. Overdoses have risen in 37 of those 38 jurisdictions. In 10 Western states, overdose rates have almost doubled, led by our surgeons of meth. So deaths of despair are on the rise. I wonder why everyone is despairing. Um, this year is on pace to be the hottest on record. We just went through the most active Atlantic hurricane season on record. Uh, Nick, fun fact... Uh, this is the second time in history that we've used the entire alphabetical naming system of hurricanes and had to move on to the alternate Greek letter storm naming system. So more than 26 hurricanes is what I'm hearing. And uh, twenty <laughs> in 2005, remember how like normal of a year that was for yeah. weather? Yeah. yeah. Hurricane Katrina. Yeah, like all the, yeah, stuff. yeah, very normal. That was the last time. So... We're back. Yeah. Both the hurricane season and wildfire season started earlier and it, and ended later than usual. How bad were the wildfires, you ask? 4% of California burned. One in every 25 acres in the entire state went up in flames. Across the West, 10.2 million acres burned. Uh, this crappy year is taking a toll on our mental health as well. Almost one in five of us say our mental health is worse than it was last year. About two-thirds told census researchers they felt nervous, anxious, or on edge for several days in the last week. Uh, this is where I disagree with Reed. <laughs> he says, there's light at the end of the tunnel, but there's still tunnel to go. 
I don't think there's a lot of light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> I mean, we have a vaccine, but it doesn't, I mean, I don't know, man. It's 40 like 40% of Idaho will take the vaccine. Yeah. Well, and if you already fell polling. into poverty, does the vaccine really fix your life? You know, no. if you already lost your house, if you've already been evicted, does uh, being vaccinated make your life magically better? It doesn't like the, and the, how li- likely are you to use those resources of yeah. getting vaccinated if you're trying to scrap to stay alive too? You don't have health insurance. Are you going to go see your doctor to get the vaccine? Maybe yeah. not. You know, I, I don't. I. It's just hard looking at because we're so far gone in this that even if you did everything right from here on out, you still let millions of Americans slip through the cracks. Yeah, which should have never happened in, in the first place. Uh, and we're bickering about whether people deserve fourteen hundred dollars more extra once. Yeah, like that's where we're at. And I don't know. So I'm in a really good place. Yeah. Sounds like it. Really good place. They care a lot. Congress is great. Sub 10% approval rating. That's just what you want to see out of your elected officials. Yeah. (laughs) I've tweeted this before. Are uh, are any countries accepting refugees from America yet? I think 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 Canada needs to help us out. I don't think they want us. I think they should annex Idaho, you know? Yeah. I don't think they'd want Idaho. (laughs) Damn sure. They might annex, like, Maine. Maine and Washington. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have both Vancouver's yeah, now. Right? Suck it. <laughs> yeah. Just put our grip down on the sides, bitches. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I didn't mean to depress everyone, but it's just it's been a hard year. And I, I hope 2021 is better, but without any active response getting us in that direction, I think we're just on a sliding slope towards... Dystopia. Yeah, bad stuff. Yeah. It's... I, I was listening to this podcast. Uh, fuck. I'll, I'll figure out their name and shout them out. But a guy compared it to if you're in a van, like like one of those Mormon vans with like 15 seats in it, and you're driving towards a cliff, like shit's going to get wild in the van before you get anywhere near the cliff. You know, like, <laughs> like, 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 even you if you could see the cliff, you could see the cliff, but, but shit's already, yeah, going shit's crazy. already popping off. Cause everyone in the van's like, get the fuck back. Like trying to grab the wheel, punching each other, trying to get the fuck out, you know? So, and I think that's where we're at as a society is like, everyone's fighting internally. Cause we see we're headed towards this cliff and we don't know what to do to make the driver stop driving straight at a fucking cliff that we see. Um, Come on, the driver died. His foot's pushing down the pedal. Yeah. That's, that's where we're at. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I don't know. That was my my depressing segment for today. Is just that 2020 has been a shit show, and I don't want anyone to buy into the story that 2021 is just magically better. I'm gonna ride your your tailcoats here. For oh, my the segment. podcast is Reply All. I just remembered. There it. Sorry. you go. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Um, before we lighten the mood yeah. with McLean's segment, I'm going to keep us down in the dirt. Let's do it. Down and dirty. So this is a similar list exclusively uh, digging deep into the uh, ecological and climate disasters uh, related Fun. to the year. So you you touched on two of them pretty big there. Uh, a few more hurricane facts. Uh, <laughs> hurricane facts with Nick. <laughs> New segment. Yeah. Um, so the number of, of storms on record for the year, uh, just in just in the um, uh, in the Car- Caribbean, yeah, in the Caribbean, yeah, um, was thirty. 
30. <laughs> so we use the alphabet. Yep. Uh, the... Uh, what the... 27 of the 30 storms that formed this season were the earliest of their storm number to do so. For example, Delta was the earliest 25th named store of any season, beating out Tropical Storm Gamma, <laughs> which formed on November 15th, 2005. So they're getting tighter packed. Tighter together. and sooner. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the, 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 the range they're is when it's often. happening. Yeah. It's happening a lot sooner. Um, yeah, uh, the Tropical Storm Ada? Ida? How do you pronounce that? Ada. Ada? Ada? Maybe. Ada. I don't know. I'm just... Uh, there's there's going to be... ETA, like... estimated time of arrival, if you want to spell it. You can Google oh, okay. it, you know. Um, made landfall on November 8th. Became only the 12th named storm to hit the U.S. in a single... Uh, in a single season. It broke the record set just weeks earlier by Hurricane Zeta and <laughs> Hurricane Delta before it. Awesome. This is going to be great when we have, like, winter hurricanes. And then they're like, <laughs> like January 15th, you have hurricane A Blizzard whatever. with 240 yeah. mile per hour winds. And in combination, you know, normally you have, like, weird pieces of lumber and stuff flying at 100 miles an hour. It's going to be icicles, Ice too. storms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah, it's, it's scary just thinking about what's going to happen. I mean, wasn't it, like... January or what? When was it when that Australia was just completely on fire? January. Yeah. Yeah. It's been almost. And we a thought year. that was like the craziest thing to ever. God, World War Three yeah. almost <laughs> happened, and, and Australia is on fire. That something crazy like five billion animals died from that. Yeah, some crazy. Uh, yeah, number. some insane amount. Yeah. And just the the beauty of 2022 is everyone has a like a video camera in their pocket, so they can watch like the oncoming flames get towards them. That's fun. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, I'm going to move on to wildfires here. Nice. So Colorado, 208,000 acres, and yeah, 4 million acres across California, like you said before. Previous record in California was 459,000 acres in 2018. That's fun. 2018. That's fun. Nice. Yeah. Uh, for when flooding... every year is worse than the year prior, <laughs> you know we're on a good track. <laughs> just... Hey, you know what? We're beating previous personal <laughs> yeah, records. Right, we're like it. we're like a bodybuilder. Yeah. We're just a toxic bodybuilder. No, we're like an alcoholic who's yeah. downing more and more. Yes. I'm gonna his... beat Andre yeah. the Giant's record. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm gonna beat my record from I'm, yesterday. I'm gonna do 85 beers at the pub. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sir, you're killing yourself. <laughs> I'm beating my record. <laughs> it's like a twisted version of bottles on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> High levels of flood evacuations uh, that are not related to hurricanes. 10,000 uh, residents in a single town in Midland, Michigan, uh, had to evacuate because of floods due to high, re high record levels of rain. And uh, uh, damage and failure of two dams surrounding the area. So oh. our infrastructure is falling apart, just like our climate, uh, which kind of play into each other a little bit there. Surprising. Oh. Wonder. Yeah. Hmm. Makes you think. And Phoenix set a record for most days with a temperature of 100 degrees Fahrenheit or or higher with 144 days in triple digits. Fucking kill me. Yeah. <laughs> I could not deal with the that. The last yeah. 90 degree day on record of the year was November 16th. 90 degrees. In Arizona? Yeah. Phoenix? Yeah. That's crazy. Degrees. If I lived there, I would have had 144 heat strokes. I, I have family out there, and you just don't go out during the daytime. Yeah. They, yeah like, you, you either work all indoors, 
and you go out to dinner when it's like past eight o'clock and you do like morning chores before the sun rises. And that's how you like operate is like essentially in nighttime hours you do things because during the day it sucks too bad. And the overall for this, this article says through September. So we're just not going to include after that point, even though this was updated in December 22nd. Uh, the U.S. had 16 natural disasters, specifically only including wildfires, hurricanes, tornadoes, and drought. Each caused minimally $1 billion in damage, breaking the record that was a tie between 2011 and 2017 with several months left to go. But investing in averting climate crisis costs too much, Nick. Come on. <laughs> Got to look at the numbers here. <laughs> it's much easier to spend money on something that already <laughs> happened, John. Come on. It's so bad shit, man. <laughs> fucking wild. Yep. Fun. So, yeah. Now that we've really got you down in the dumps, yeah. we're can, gonna you, send, can you pull us up? Let's McClane. get the mood going. Let's see how strong the life raft is. <laughs> we're drowning here, buddy. <laughs> All right. So I kind of, it's a, like, a little fun story here. Um, this has to do with the Cold War. Cool. Which is always fun. Great My topic. least favorite Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> garbage so yeah, it's have terrible you, have you guys ever heard of project azorian zorian azorian azorian i don't think so all right so good <laughs> you've you definitely heard of this we've got two virgin virgins to this thing. all right let's go all right so um also known as jennifer which is weird what <laughs> it's a weird fun fact <laughs> I named I named our mission after you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Please sleep with me. Yeah, right. It was the, the press. Please who, sex now. It was the press who. Please uh, sleep with me before I just dose you with acid. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so a uh, little background on this before I jump into it. Uh, this was the most expensive Cold War operation. It cost eight hundred million dollars in '74. That's four billion dollars today. It's a good Fun. investment. Yeah. Yeah. So. April 1968, uh, the Soviet uh, Pacific Fleet uh, surface and air assets were observed conducting large operations in the North Pacific. Mm-hmm. So the U.S. Intelligent, uh, intelligence um, concluded that these were unusual search operations. So <laughs> everyone's like, what's going on there, you know? What are they searching for? And I keep believe. in mind, we're at the time where everyone's watching everyone's movements. So yeah. unusual Meaning, is doing a lot of work in that sentence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, April 1968, oh, sorry, this, I jumped ahead or jumped behind. So the CIA um, and Naval Intelligence concluded that these actions were more than likely in response to a lost submarine. Um, they knew that that was a very frequented submarine route, you know, because yeah. they run all these nuclear subs just in range of the U.S. So unusual like, for them to go after a nuclear sub that went missing. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's kind of like Operation Chrome Dome, where the U.S. had B-52s in the air yeah. at all times. Yeah. You know, just... It was fun. Well, just fuck you. Didn't want to well, accidentally like let loose a nuke over like New Jersey. Two. Yeah. There have been, I think it's 12 broken arrows on, new U- on U.S. soil. Nice. Broken arrow meaning... They are no longer in possession of the nuclear warhead like they had. I call that a whoopsie. <laughs> a whoopsie daisy. <laughs> Mr. President, we had another whoopsie. <laughs> so, More money, please. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so the CIA 
Um, determined that this was more than likely a Soviet Golf II class strategic ballistic submarine um, that normally carried three nuclear missiles. Cool. So, after three to four weeks, the Soviets called off the search. They're like, fuck it, we don't know where it's yeah. at. We're, we're being pretty obvious out here. Yeah. Um, so, the U.S. response to this. So, at the time, and I mean... If they had them then, they damn sure have them now. It's something called a hydrophone. Have you guys ever heard of that? No. No. So a hydrophone is an underwater microphone. Yeah. And they have these stationed in the ocean. And oh, what yeah. okay. And what they do is To pick they, up sonar. Exactly. Okay, okay. They pick yeah. up sonar, but um, there was a large network of these, and they went through and heard them all and listened on each one, and they heard impl- an implosion of the sub- Losing air pressure inside, and it could—it was audible, yeah, so they could hear it. I've read about like what it would be like in a submarine. Oh, it doesn't sound like fun. Yeah, no, it sounds like a t- <laughs> my claustrophobia kicks yeah. in just reading about that yeah, stuff. Same. Yeah, <laughs> it um, sounds like a pretty instantaneous death, but the leading it, up to that, as you just slowly sink and hear metal creak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, doesn't sound like fun, but no. uh, the CIA and naval intelligence determined that uh, within five miles of where the sub had sank, mm-hmm. which is pretty impressive considering the a huge number of. Um, it's probably just triangulating sound or something. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. So that's they what do they that did. With gunshots. Um, so in comes uh, also in 1968 Operation Sand Dollar. So it's very complex. But there's lots of different operations. But I always fantasize that there's one guy who gets to name everything. It'd be so fun. That's like his it's just job. Your job. And he gets paid three hundred grand. Here's the sheet. You yeah. name it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <The> sand dollar. <laughs> so Operation Sand Dollar is uh, the USS Halibut, which was also a sub. Um, was United States Sherry again? Fish. It's <laughs> <laughs> cool. Fish to name this after. It swims, right? It goes through the water. A halibut. <laughs> Not even a cool fish. Yeah, it's right. A yeah. Um, so this uh, was a in 1965 was equipped with deep sea search equipment. It was the only one in the U.S. inventory at the time. Cool. But its literal only job is to find shit at the bottom of the ocean. So, cool, the U.S. had it, and they made it a couple years before. So, after a five-month search, searching five square miles, which, if you think about it, at the bottom of the ocean, which, by the way, they're at 16,000 feet below the surface. It's too many feet below the surface. Yeah, yeah, quite, they're pretty deep. (laughs) Um, So, after five months, they found K-129, which was, in fact, a Soviet Golf II-class sub. Um... So over the next couple months, um, they took 20,000 pictures of the submarine. Interesting. Every single piece of the sub was photographed, so it could all be brought back and... Piece together design. Piece together and try to figure it out, right? Yeah. So Henry Kissinger... Classic great human being. Yeah. Uh, Famous good man. (laughs) (laughs) And Melvin Lard proposed a recovery... um, so they wanted to study the Soviet nuclear uh, technology and the missiles yeah. and torpedoes and hopefully find crypto- uh, cryptology. I can't. Um, Cryptography? Yeah, there we go. They Thanks, wanted Nick. to Alan Turing it. Exactly. They yep. wanted to find um, some stuff to decode everything. Um, so 
they proposed it to Nixon, and of course he said, yeah, let's do it. So, Fuck it. Um, this is where it gets good. Yeah. So they start building no, uh, November 1st, 1970. Work begins on the 57-ton, 619-foot-long Hughes Glomar Explorer. Mm-hmm. So um, if you've ever heard of Howard Hughes... Yeah, I have. He is involved in this. So the CIA... And, uh, I'm just imagining like a, a submarine with a mechanical claw at the bottom of it, like one of those arcade games. <laughs> We're getting there. But you're, pretty, you're, pretty, you're pretty on track there, buddy. So the they're heat, never that. bunch of engineers yeah. sitting in a room like, yeah. hmm, what, what there's picks, a claw? What picks stuff yeah. up? Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, Hughes Glomar Explorer got its name from Howard Hughes. Yeah. Howard Hughes at the time, you know, billionaire scientist, basically Tony Stark of his day. Um, was very doing a lot of different things. Yeah. But one of the things he was doing was finding or uh, mining manganese nodules. And what these are, tiny little crystal formations at the bottom of the ocean, but they all have very valuable metals in them. So cool. the CIA is like, we need a cover story. So they came up with this. So they called up Howard Hughes, oh God. who had his he had his hands in a bunch of different stuff. He was inventing tech for the U.S. Uh, military, all sorts of stuff. So the CIA basically called him and said, "Hey, <laughs> so you know how you helped us before? You helped us out. We don't really need your help. We just need uh, you to say this is your ship and yeah. you're trying to find these you're little doing nodules. Your own shit. Yeah. yeah. So." Hughes says yes in exchange for an IOU from the CIA, which oh, that's big time. <laughs> that's a lot of people uh, like that is such an IOU. Like you can do anything. You <laughs> yeah. just call up the CIA. You're like, oh, yeah. I need help. Yeah. Or take care of this. Yeah. Whatever it is. Like, so they finish the ship, and exactly what uh, John was kind of saying is the specifications needed. Oh, claw machine. Uh, it needed to go 16,000 feet down um, and have quite the range because mm-hmm. it had to go stay out in the middle of the ocean for a while. Yeah. So I don't want to get too in-depth and bug it and, you know, start to get boring. But it's a really cool ship. Um, it had what's called a moon pool. So think of a ship and think it of the... a in- jacuzzi on the back. <laughs> Basically. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no. In the middle of the ship, it could open up and or it was always open and it just so basically the only thing keeping the boat afloat was the front half and the second half and the back half so it had this giant opening in the middle and what that allowed was for the capture vehicle (laughs) nicknamed clementine (laughs) (laughs) which was think of like a table with four legs yeah basically but it didn't have a tabletop it just had a big beam that connected the four legs yeah so this thing's giant We're picking up a giant submarine here, right? So this thing is lowered by using technology from drilling and all uh, deep sea drilling and all this stuff. Their goal was to lower this thing and with exactly what John said, a claw, (laughs) go around the sub (laughs) with like eight different claws and... I bring this nuclear submarine. They've never heard of like an electromagnet or something. They're just like <laughs> they tried everything. I, I was doing some reading on. They were trying. They were talking about 
uh, somehow creating a giant gas bubble. Oh, I'm sure because you could bring blow something up to bring it to the top. Exactly. Someone <laughs> they, with the explosion they stuff tried was everything. like, "I got this." And <laughs> they what if we blew up on... underneath it and launched it. <laughs> they landed on uh, this capture vehicle. Okay. So it's pretty crazy. So they get out there. They are three thousand miles from Long Beach. Yeah. So think of it more halfway in between Hawaii and Russia. Yeah. It's basically where they're at. A, Lo- a lot of distance. Yeah. That doesn't mean anything to me, but that Pretty sounds far very away. far. Yeah, it is very far. Yeah. So they're in the middle of the North Pacific yeah. Ocean. And they're out there, and they get there. Just mining some nodules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't, don't worry mind about my claw. <laughs> That's the thing. The claw can't be seen. It's yeah. housed inside the moon pool. It opens and up, and then it, it drops. lowers down. Yeah, no, it like never it. surfaces. Yeah. So they spent all this money... <laughs> so ships couldn't see it. Just planes grabbing nodules. It. Yeah, exactly. Subs so, couldn't see it. Yeah. And um, they were visited on three separate occasions from Soviet ships. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. No yeah. shit. Yeah. Right? So they're in the middle of nowhere. But the fun fact is... Yeah, what are you folks doing out here? <laughs> the cover story worked. Oh, no. The Soviets I don't even necessarily like, know if it worked. I just feel like... The, the beauty of the CIA employing a private contractor is they get to false flag him if he gets attacked. Yeah. Be like, well, the, he was Look just out there looking for nodules. Nodule and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the Soviets decided to rudely attack him. <laughs> so they had the three visits. Nothing came of those three visits. But in 1991, um, it was released that a Soviet spy deep inside the CIA had found out about this yeah. and reported back... And the Soviet Union said, <laughs> what? <laughs> they're doing what? And did jack shit about it because they're yeah. like, that shit's impossible. Yeah. It's 16,000 feet below the ocean. Yeah. No way. Yeah. So they did absolutely nothing about it. So. <laughs> what money can buy. We're not even going to bother with yeah. this. You guys have fun digging. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking idiots. They didn't do shit. So they get out there. And, by the way, all of this is being filmed by a documentary crew. They have a a large crew out there filming everything. of course. And um, disaster strikes, and I'm using air quotes here because this is where the stories get a little conflicting. (laughs) So the U.S. government maintains the story that one-third of the sub was recovered. Yeah. And that they recovered two nuclear torpedoes. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. Um, and this is where that the video I kind of mentioned a little bit earlier um, comes into play. As they pulled up the one-third, yeah. they pulled out six bodies that I'm were still in the I'm just imagining, like, a, a 16,000 pounds of water pressure. Like, I, I just, what's even left after something like that? Like, I'm imagining me jumping on a soda can. Well, I'm also you know, thinking like, it's, it's like, possible. Like, what could you, like, redeem from that? Like, <laughs> you know, like... The pressure was so great that it happened instantly. Some were crushed and... It, oh, no, I'm just saying, like, technology-wise or anything. Oh, yeah, like, being able to Yeah, re- being able to actually, like, recover yeah, anything, yeah, yeah. you know, like... Well, I mean, you think, like, torpedoes and all that, the blast tubes and stuff for missiles have to be pressurized. They're already pressurized, so yeah. that so. easily could have survived. Some parts and they have to it. design yeah. it, yeah. I mean to stay pressurized because yeah. you don't want it's 
I mean, nuclear missile. You don't want yeah. that shit to get fucked. So, yeah, no, I feel. Who knows? But um, a sick wave though, if it did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they pulled up six bodies. Yeah. Or so they say, six bodies. Yeah. And filmed this super weird video of them doing a burial at sea off oh, the humor the off the off the ship, and it's just a giant red coffin. And in this video, of course, they picked a red, red coffin. coffin. <laughs> It, you hear the U.S. national anthem, and then the Soviet national anthem, and then they push the shit in the ocean, and it's done. That's it. So in '91, they sent this video to the Soviet to the to Russia. So they sent it to normal, the Soviets. Right Is then, that right? like yeah. it's still the Soviets? Yeah, it was '92. '92 or '93, the yeah. collapse. Yeah. So yeah. they sent it in '91, and they're like, "Here, uh, we did this like a long time ago." And we're sending this so the families have some. It was know. another whoopsie. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so, but is that a normal for like burial at sea? Is that considered like a good burial if you're like a yeah. sailor? You know, like isn't that's the international CIA private contractors that's sending how... you off with their national anthem and then playing yours after? That's how Osama yeah. bin Laden was. It was a burial yeah. at sea. So yeah. I think it's I think it's a universal. We don't know your customs, but burial but we, at no, sea. No, we yeah. sank. We sank. Osama, like, right? With, like, weights? Like, oh, yeah. We didn't just throw I thought him we the just ocean. threw him in the ocean. No, it was... <laughs> it just floated. Yeah. No, I was pretty sure. I thought they said they wrapped him in some cloth and just, like, threw him off a boat. <laughs> yeah, what? Are, he's going to be recovered in, like, six months? He's going to be, like, No, it's like, it's like Megatron. They had to yeah. sink him to the bottom so they didn't revive him, all right? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. God. <laughs> Also, as we're mentioning the, the national anthems, I have to say, for all their problems, the Soviet Union really wrote a bop. When you, when you, it's know, it's I long. Know. I feel like I saw it in like Miracle you, when I watched the hockey movie or whatever. You'd but. recognize it if you heard it. <laughs> I'm sure I would. It's, it's long be, as hell, but yeah. like my friend pointed out, I was in a Discord chat with them, and they were like, you know... You can really write a long-ass uh, national anthem when you don't play it at every sporting event Ever. and every yeah. national event that yeah. happens in your entire country, yeah. everywhere. I think that should be our new intro music. The Soviet <laughs> national the anthem? Soviet national anthem. I, I imagine they're band. not a big fans of, uh, you know... For use TM, Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> international copyright. <Yeah>. Like. <laughs> so, <laughs> there is some conflicting things, right? So. Yeah. There's been some books written, insider accounts, and are like, yeah, we pulled that whole motherfucker out, yeah. and it's still in U.S. possession to oh, this I'm day, sure. right? Oh, get rid of that. Yeah. And then there's the government's thing, U.S. generals coming out and saying, yeah, it was a disaster. We only got a third of it. We yeah. only got two nuclear torpedoes. So, and it, there's no way to know um, because it's all still classified. So they said when what it came out... What year was this that the, the mission was? Uh, 74. So that should be by now declassified, right? Isn't they like, always yes. reclassify fun stuff. Yes like JFK no. was supposed to be declassified like last year. But then they were like, psych, reclassified. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> reclassify yeah. it. Shit's heating up right yeah, now. Yeah, we don't yeah, need, yeah. <laughs> we don't need yeah. this. It's actually still national security, so fuck you guys. So I think I have the steel wrong, but they use like mar margining steel, something like that. It's just a special process and it makes steel, but it's very strong, yeah. but not ductile at all. So they're saying that it broke, yeah. right? It, in combination with whatever metal was used on the sub, shit just went wrong, right? Yeah. Um, like I said, all pictures and recordings. So there's 20,000 pictures of 
this of this race. That's I sure love to document this shit. That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's so a- yeah, so I've spent five months down there yeah. trying to find it, and then who knows how long? I mean, that was in sixty, that was in sixty eight, and the mission didn't happen until seventy four. So they had some time wow. down there to. Yeah. But they had to build this ship and all this kind of stuff. But four billion dollars will do that. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so um, different eyewitness accounts um, are saying things that Imagine they're you're the shipbuilder. <laughs> <laughs> we need a nodule finding. Yeah. <laughs> m- mechanical arm. I want sixteen hundred feet of cable <laughs> with a claw at the end. <laughs> They can haul up a nuclear submarine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, nodules. I mean, nodules. They're very heavy nodules. <laughs> like they even covered that too. Yeah. A U.S. contractor built the ship. I'm sure. Yeah. So yeah, it definitely. wasn't just a regular shipbuilder. It was someone who had. Oh, I'm sure. Like security with yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, but just um, it sounds like you roll up with like a four year old's drawing. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the boat, and then you got this long cord. Little hole in the middle. Yeah, and then, and then you get a claw and it grips stuff. <laughs> Can you do that? <laughs> it was. Uh, That'll cost you a. Billions, all right, four billion. Let's go. If anyone thinks this kind of stuff, like how the ship was made and all this kind of stuff, there's a couple cool documentaries on it. Yeah, I'd be lying if I said I didn't watch all of them. Yeah. Um, and one weird video I found, this dude, like it's bigger than this table, right? Yeah. It's easily eight feet long. He built a model of it. Of Legos. Oh my god! And it's what a nerd. So in depth, it's outrageous. We love our nerds. This but thing's what a fucking got nerd. motorized things, and he's got it in a pool, and just like. Does he grab something from the he bottom? He does. The oh submarine. my god, I knew it. <laughs> and at first I'm watching this, I'm like, what the fuck? It's like to scale. It's outrageous. Oh my god, of course it's he like does. It's like 250 pounds of Legos. Oh my god. <laughs> that, oh, that's so It's outrageous. Great. But you can really look in and learn yeah. how it's made. There's a lot of cool stuff. It's got yeah. a moon pool. Um, yeah. That's my favorite part. They call it the moon pool. <laughs> just a hole. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a hole in the boat. <laughs> No, it's a moon pool, Nick. <laughs> it sounds like a it sounds like one of those like gentrifying ass apartments being yeah. like it's a moon roof. It's like there's a hole in the ceiling. Yeah. It's a moon roof. It's a moon roof. <laughs> Guys. <Yeah. laughs> um so like I said, I mean, there's no real way to know exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah. Lots of fun conspiracy theories and stuff like that. Um, the one I found with the the most traction in my opinion. Expert was opinion. Saying yeah. in my expert opinion, yes. Saying that they um, haven't released any of the footage yeah. or documentation because, you know, who cares? We, we know there's a sub. You know, it doesn't really matter. The pictures, the video, mm. yeah, it sucked that the CIA failed if they really did. But yeah. it's been so long, who cares? Yeah. And the conspiracy theory is that they were tapping undersea communication cables. Oh, 100%. So they have done this. Don't even doubt that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Operation Ivy Bells, yeah. another fun-named one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ivy Bells. <laughs> so that is a real operation yeah. that has been declassified of them tapping undersea cables. So what they do is, you know, slowly open up the cable and splice it and yeah. kind of just add a little thing Put on there. It's like, yeah, we're going to yeah. steal some of your Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Everything you send goes through us. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that's what has been thrown around that they were doing as well. They're yeah. like, you know what? We're out here. Let's try we're it. We're a real yeah. spendy boat. Yeah. Let's, Let's give it a both. go. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's the thing with the most traction that I found <laughs> on why they haven't declassified anything. But... Yeah. 
yeah, this was great. I love... I like Hop- Operation Hank Azaria. I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was a lot of fun. The I mean, CIA has to have, like, a job application portal. You know, like, those people who send dumb ones to, like, NASA? <laughs> like, we got to be able to apply and be like, I think I could come up with real good operation names. And I'm real good at keeping a secret. <laughs> Don't don't mind my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't listen. Oh, yeah. God. Crazy that they spent four billion today, eight hundred million on this project. And my favorite thing is they just gave Howard Hughes an IOU from the CIA. And who knows like, how he used that? I would kill to know how he used that. Like he he was already a billionaire. He didn't really need money. He had like four billion dollars in like sixty eight. <laughs> That was a lot of money. <laughs> so he didn't need money. He's like, I bet they even offered to pay him. Like, we'll pay you. And he's like, I would like an IOU. And he's just like, I fucking hate Magic Johnson. Get it done. <laughs> Get it done. <laughs> Some other guy bits a blow dart. <laughs> oh, so no. Yeah, that's a fun little story. On There's videos on how to apply to work at the CIA. Hey, you know what? They're listening. Guys, whoever's listening... We want your jobs. Yeah. Can we get can we, we get want, in on no, that? No, we don't want your jobs. No, so oh, sorry, I didn't I misspoke. We want we, we don't even work, want we want to work office, with just, you. Yeah, just like office down the hall. Somewhere apply now. Ooh. Apply No. There's a web application. Yeah, you can apply. I think it has to be specific, but if there's like a a, a blank one, I'm gonna ask to be the namer guy. <laughs> Well, oh um, there's I hope a you guys returning user him. category. How many times are you going to apply at the CIA? <laughs> <laughs> they probably oh, just God. got entertained by some of the uh, applicants yeah. and are just like, let's just let them keep rolling in. It's <laughs> so great. Yeah, thanks for telling us about that because it's just great how Cold they stuff, spend money. I, I have a couple more that uh, I might bring up. Cause we there's... should do the Cold War Cat, whatever that. If you... Cold War Cat, I'm trying to remember. What is that? We like. Put a bunch of spy devices in a cat. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And then yeah, like yeah, immediately yeah. got hit by a car. <laughs> it's like, it like, like a twenty hey. million dollar project. American exceptionalism, <laughs> yeah. example number one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, We're the best for a reason. The Cold War does have a lot of fun ones. Yeah, it's so like, funny. So in this, I kind of want to do something around this. So I was researching them. I found like six, yeah. and I was like, this one sounds like some fun. So, yeah, that's good. But I got some more locked and loaded, but it's just so fun to see I how... I love a claw machine boat. But... <laughs> so funny. Yeah. You called it. You literally called it in the beginning of the fucking story. What, is just a giant claw and then grab the... Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's it. what they yeah. did. <laughs> oh, God. If the name thing doesn't work out, you could maybe try to design stuff. I was going to say, engineering... <laughs> Sounds like their engineering department is just yeah. like, oh, what ideas we got? Come on. I got hey, you. there's yeah. no bad ideas. Yeah, no bad ideas. Everyone come write something on the whiteboard. <laughs> you can't well, be excused from, from your shift yeah. until you write an idea on the whiteboard. Yeah. A big claw. Yeah. <laughs> big boat, bigger claw. <laughs> Moon pool. <laughs> Oh, oh, God. So, yeah, the CI is fun, and it's hilarious to see how they spend money. Oh, it's, and... yeah, it's glorious. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's just so great. Yeah, yeah that was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think the CIA is one of my favorite like content minds of all oh, yeah. time. They're just oh, yeah. they're just so great at it's what like, they do, which is what happens if you throw thirty billion dollars at a bunch of thirty year old men. <laughs> And just see what happens, you know, like thirty year old man, nothing yeah. to lose. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's like, what would you do with unlimited government funds? Ooh, no. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go to claw. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Go treasure hunting. <laughs> I'm gonna try 386 times to kill Fidel Castro and yeah. fail, and let him die of old age. Yeah. <laughs> What if we put a bomb in the cigar? Cigar. Yeah. He loves cigars. Yeah. Have you ever heard Guys, of Guys, I saw it on Tom and Jerry. It yeah. should have been great. <laughs> it was crazy, I'm telling you. Oh, God. Tom got fucked. <laughs> Saying niggas, just like no dumb ideas, guys. No, no, <laughs> everyone just writes yeah, something on the board. Nothing too far out there. Okay, so wanna... think about it. What is he? He's Cuban, right? What are they known for? <laughs> They're known for cigars. Yeah. <laughs> I know how bombs work. Oh, you too. God. You're in a group. Come back to me and <laughs> combine your ideas. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Good starts. Good starts. Let's jam them together. <laughs> Want a mashup here? <laughs> I can't oh. believe. The Hugo Chavez cancer underpants worked better than the than the exploding cigars for Fidel Castro. Oh, oh god, yeah. <laughs> oh lord, fuck. It's amazing. Do you know they tried to make a cancer gun? Uh, I know they they successfully made a heart attack gun. Yes, that yeah. is true. I know that. I, have I never one. heard Don't of the cancer. So they gun. tried to reverse engineer uh, radiation treatments that were early were in early studies. <laughs> Shoot someone with extreme <laughs> the reverse version of it. Like, what if we radiate someone who doesn't already have cancer? Yeah. Give them cancer, and they're like, yeah, probably enough, with enough. Worth a shot. With enough. <laughs> Just oh, following you around fuck. with like a toy gun all day. Like, uh, <laughs> hey, let's get the intern. Yeah. <laughs> no. We just dosed we him. Test it we just dosed him. Let's shoot him with a let's shoot him with a cancer gun. Yeah. <laughs> my my absolute favorite is during World War II, they used the fart spray. Yeah. It was so potent that the people using it would like go into fits of vomiting and all sorts of yeah. stuff. Like I think it just was... didn't work because it was the most potent thing. Like they like <laughs> Used like it was used. They what used is the tactical skunk? use of the fart gun? <laughs> there was no joke. I think in Gulf War One, there was discussions of a gay bomb. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you drop it on them, and it releases a crazy amount of pheromones, and then they just start fucking, and it like screws with morale because they hate gays, and they were just super gay. And that was like legit a discussed idea. Oh my <laughs> god! Like, well, hear me out, guys. Ooh. We drop a bomb, makes them all gay for a day. <laughs> well, they, they did make That'll it. That'll drive them fucking crazy. They made it, and then they had a broken arrow here in the U.S. Yeah. So, any idea where it and landed? that's how we got San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> the gay bomb. Oh, Lord. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. It's we, been fun. Well, successfully I, I pulled us out of I was going to say, yeah, yeah. That, of, of the whole thing yeah. and John Doug, I think you yeah. really pulled us out of it. Um, the, thank the you for joining us this comedic. year, guys. This is, uh, we've, we started in January. We're, we're, we're going through December. We're, we're going to, you know, kick off. <sighs> uh, unlike the actual year, 2021 will not be better. Our show will be better. Our show will be, Our better. Show will be better in 2021. Keep coming back. We promise 
more CIA bullshit content. I really want to do a deep dive on the gay bomb. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a Patreon episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. But uh, but yeah, follow us, Twitter, Instagram, all that shit. Uh, check us out on Patreon, and we will see you next year. Next year. <laughs> oh, I said it, guys. He did it. He did the thing. I did the thing. I said see you next year. All right. All right. I hate myself, too. Thank you. All right. Later. Later. Bye.